Welcome to the GC On Demand podcast, a show about people, about process, about technology, about community. It's great conversations with great technologists about things that matter to you, that matter to all of us. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, visit gcondemand.io for all of the show notes. And with that, let's get started. And we're on. It's the GC On Demand podcast. My name is Eric Wright. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find me uh, in the GC uh, community, so greencircle.vmturbo.com. I am uh, Disco Posse, and I'm also at Disco Posse on Twitter. Kind of an easy way to track me down. I've got a fun one that I want to talk about today. There's been a lot of chatter around about community events and getting the right content for community. Now, as a community event attendee, speaker, and, and organizer, uh, I've got a real vested interest in, in this. And even more importantly, I've got good friends in the community, and, and I'm lucky to have one as a guest with me here today. Uh, with that, I want to welcome Angelo Luciani. Uh, you uh, you may know him from the uh, Toronto VMUG. He's also a co-leader with me, and, and he's much, much more than that. So, Angelo, introduce yourself to the folks here at the GC On Demand, and also uh, tell us how we can find you online and, and whatnot. Well, Eric, let me thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to come on the podcast. This is really exciting. It's always great uh, when I get a chance to team up with you on a podcast or on a community event. So that's I uh, just want to thank you for that. Yeah, I, I'm the community manager at Nutanix. Uh, I like to think that I help connect the dots between sort of marketing, engineering, community, and support, help people uh, find what they need when they need it. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Angelo Luciani and I spend quite a bit of time on the Nutanix community at next.nutanix.com. So it's neat because you've got all a lot of areas that you touch on and you know literally you were the reason why I got into community you know, having discovered the Toronto VMUG and you've been a, an organizer of that and and in, in the community for a long time. So it was really neat to, as I've grown up into this community that you were, you know, you were running with with no real reason to run it other than the sheer love of, of technology and the community itself. How did you, how did you get started and get turned on to VMUG? And, and in fact, you actually were a board of directors member at, at uh, maybe at that time or, or not too long after as well, right? Yeah, that, that's right, Eric. Um, I've always had in, in terms of community, I've always had uh, you know a, a desire or a passion for uh, relationships, uh, connecting with folks, and the VMUG uh, community in particular. Uh, at the time, I was a VMware uh, customer, was an opportunity for me to sort of get connected with the local Toronto uh, community, and it was something that I really, really wanted to do. And I'll never forget. Um, there was uh, I'll never forget. And I, I've told I think I believe I've told this story to you in the past. And others, but I'll never forget uh, one of the most encouraging things for me when I when I started um, the uh, v, the Toronto VMUG was there was this uh, after a couple of meetings there was this 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 guy that would keep coming up to me maybe you know during the event or at the end of the event and certainly at the beginning of the event sort of mention hey how are things going how's the VMUG going um, you need any any help with uh, with the VMUG um, uh, any material you you need help organizing. And that that person who um, 
who I got to become really good friends with over time is you, actually, Eric. <laughs> I'm not sure if you, you recall that or not, but that was so encouraging to me initially. Um, and I have to say, because I, you know, when, when you kick off these, these sort of user groups, um, the key is to get to know the community and build relationships with folks that are attending. Not to get caught up in, you know, numbers and 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 um, things like that. Because, you know, at, you know, one meeting you might have 20 people show up. Another meeting you might have uh, five people show up. So, you don't want to get um, too caught up in that. It's really about those those uh, same people coming to the event and then the uh, spreading with word of mouth and then the new friends and people coming to the event. So, yeah, it, it's um, it was really energizing for me initially when we started because. I didn't know how many people would would want to attend a Toronto VMUG and the content that I put together, you know, is it would it be worthwhile, would it be interesting? So over time sticking uh, sticking to it, um, building consistency, really started developing a community and uh, you know, I'm proud to say that with you and with Mike Preston, we really developed the Toronto uh, Toronto area into a really vibrant uh, community. Yeah, and it's it's really cool because you we've seen it evolve over time and and there's been this interesting I'll call it a resurgence in in this movement now by a lot of folks in the community and we talk about putting the U back in UG or in other words putting the user back in user group because you mentioned it there is some there's some number stuff involved and I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna break the fourth wall as as they say in 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 show business right like we're gonna we're gonna show you how it really works which is right. It's tough, you know. The reality is that everything is has to be run as a, as a business, right? I mean, user groups. Right. I mean, meetups are entirely funded by you know people that contribute uh, volunteer time, and and same thing with VMUGs. You know, we have a we're lucky we have an organization that backs it. So the VMware user group is not run by VMware; it's run by VMUG. It's a it's an organization, and they do amazing work, and they do a lot of this work to bring folks in and it's it's a great opportunity for vendors to come in and and get an audience and you yeah, also get a community right. that goes along with it right and that's there's that interesting split of where do you like how would you define audience versus community and i don't know what how do you feel about how the user part has maybe slipped for a little while yeah yeah that, that's a valid point and and something that i hear uh from others you know um, in the past as well. Uh, what we tried to do, and I can only speak for, for our uh, user group in particular, what we tried to do is we've always tried to leave a spot open for uh, one of our uh, members to uh, get up and present. And we, when we all, we've always positioned it as, you know, this is a great way, it doesn't have to be perfect, your presentation, but this is a great way if you're interested in s sort of developing your, your brand, um, uh, sort of test driving something in front of folks before you test drive it in front of a CIO back at the office. Um, you know, come present to us and we'll give you the feedback on how to improve or it may be a great presentation right off the bat and we're here to encourage you to go with it and maybe offer, uh, you know, uh, one or two or three different um, sort of ideas on how to maybe uh, improve or take a different angle on it. So we, we've, we've always tried to leave spots open for uh, community speakers. And I know you in particular have always taken the opportunity to jump on that and, and, and do a uh, presentation to the group. And that has, that has always uh, encouraged others 
from the from our group to uh, jump in and, and also participate. So you know we, we kind of envision at some point where you know maybe a three hour meeting it's just uh, three hours of uh, maybe three 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 or four folks from from our group presenting. Exactly. You know, maybe it's yeah maybe it's a panel maybe it's a a PowerPoint presentation maybe it's a demo but yeah that's you know that's sort of what we we've envisioned and you know over time I think we'll get there I think we'll get there. Yeah, and so it was funny my. My idea and what I'm going to call this podcast is I call it an, an open letter to IT community organizers, hire community speakers. And when I say hire, I mean, you don't have to, don't have to pay them necessarily, but bring them in, you know, encourage it. Now, I know it's, it's, it's not that it's not happening, but maybe it's, it needs to happen a little more strongly. And anecdotally, I can we can speak to this, right? We did have one of our half day events. We had, you know, a typical thing, which is like three vendor slots. We give one up for community. So we're down to two vendor slots. And in fact, one of the other vendor slots, they, they pulled out fairly close to the event. It was like super close, right? I can't remember what it was, but yeah, what right. ended up happening was all of a sudden we had two slots to fill. And so, you know, Mike Preston and I said, hey, well, maybe we can tag team. We can fill in that other one. We had Joel Gibson, who uh, is, is at Empiric Virtual on uh, Twitter. Joel's a super great speaker and, and uh, technologist as well, just a good dude. But yeah. he, he was going to be the community speaker. You know, Preston and I uh, jumped in and, and tried to fill the gap for that other slot. And we actually had, uh, it was Andy uh, from Pernix Data and and he was great because his presentation, which was the opener, was about general challenges in storage in virtualization. And the funny thing was that there was nothing about Pernix data in his presentation. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to blow up Andy's spot. But what was great <laughs> was at the end of it, everyone was left with this thing of like, oh, so like, is that how? Like, how does Pernix data solve it, right? And it was funny. Right. It it left this perfect lead-in to people that wanted to honestly find out about their technology, and yet they weren't pitched on the technology. And, you know, you've seen this, right? Like, where when you're a vendor as a speaker and you come to a community event, how does it go wrong? Like, what, right. what, are, what are the things that stand out to you, Angelo, that say, like, don't don't do this <laughs> right yeah and, and and you know we get we get that a lot um, we get that question a lot actually uh, you know if you if you recall Eric when we do our um, full day user conferences we get we get uh, vendors asking us okay what's the best way to reach the audience what what you know how should we communicate with the audience and we always we always tell them talk about talk about pain points talk about uh, uh, things from the customers perspective um, try not to tell people what, show people what you're solving, um, and then get them engaged in the discussion. And and I think you'll you'll go really far rather than sort of a, a, a pre-canned um, presentation on, the, you know, the, this is how we started, this is uh, where we're going, sort of thing. So I, I think that really plays into it, and we we share that, we give that feedback all the time. Um, folks that take it to heart are. Uh, do score really high on on uh, surveys after after the the shows, and um, uh, other folks just learn from that and, and and turn it around the next time. Yeah, and we've we've had great chats with other community leaders. You know, 
uh, like I know Chicago in particular, they're very strong in this same thing. Charlotte, I'm heading, I'm actually heading right. down to do uh, an event there. Uh, uh, the Kansas City folks, everybody that I talk to that are like sort of friends of ours in, in the community, they've they've kind of done similar things and same thing. Like anecdotally, we can say that we've seen success in the growth of the community by giving content that's not necessarily directly, you know, pitching something or, or it's, you know, it has to be lead generative. Obviously we're asking folks to pay to come and be a part of an event to help to sponsor it. And it's fair enough, you know, but like you said, there's, there's a mix, there's a better way to, to mix that up. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, like I said, the, the surveys really uh, prove that out, prove that out. Um, the feedback we get from from people that are attending the event, they really highlight that, saying that this was a great presentation. Talked about some of the pain points that I'm going through back at at the office and how I can overcome them. Um, I may now, you know, sort of follow up with that particular uh, person on on a solution, etc. So yeah, it's it's really it's really talking about solutions from the customer's point of view, pain points from the customer's point of view. So. I want to talk about the Silicon Valley VMUG because I know you were you 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 were involved with the the startup of that one. And how did how did that come about? And and what was your experience in in kicking off the inaugural you know uh, SVV mug and and kind of handing that over and and watching that grow in as well? Yeah, uh, I will be forever grateful to uh, uh, VMUG uh, for allowing me to. Kick that off uh, for for two years. Uh, I was able to, edit from you know, remote type uh, leadership is is sometimes hard, but um, they gave me an opportunity uh, to to run that for a couple of years until we we actually found a, a leader in the local area to um, run with it. And funny enough, you know, real quick, uh, the the story on on finding the particular leader. What I like to do is during breaks at, at our user group conferences or, or meetings, I like to, um, you know, during lunch or whatever, I like to uh, walk into the to the, the lunch room and I like to sit down with, with folks having lunch and just sort of introduce myself because at, at, at times, you know, it, it can become just faces in the crowd or in the audience and you don't really connect with, with your local community. But what I like to do is I like to jump in, you know, go from table to table, if you will, chat with folks, find out where they're from. Um, you know, just side note here in Toronto, we find that, I found that we get quite a few folks from the New York area that actually come up to our uh, events right. to, to, yeah, to participate in. I would never have known that if I hadn't uh, sat down and chatted with, with folks, um, you know, about, you know, who they are, where they're from, etc. So, so getting back to to um, Silicon Valley VMUG, after, uh, you know, the, the last uh, user conference that, that we were holding, uh, I was I was just chatting with a few folks, how, how, you know, how were they enjoying it, was the content uh, right, etc. And and um, there was one fellow that I chatted with and he seemed to have some interest and I really started uh, in, in, in becoming a leader and I really kind of uh, pursued it with him a bit more and tried to, to, you know, in a small scale mentor, if you will, uh, from a remote, from remote, uh, some I provided some mentoring, and he actually jumped on and is is now one of the Silicon Valley uh, VMUG leaders, and that's a great great success story. And along with with him, um, he was able to pull in uh, additional help from uh, Ravi as well. 
So it, you know, it, it, it's it's really about getting to know folks and chatting with them, understanding where they're from, what they do, etc. And that's how you build those relationships that really help build your your, your local community. I'm going to cover two things. I, I should never say that. We're going to start with one thing: is the idea of vendor representation as leadership and hosting an event. Now I know it's it's a tough one because people say, yeah, well, you know, is it right for a vendor to be a, a community leader in like a vendor employee or staffer? You know, I I work for VM Turbo and people know that. And like if people want to ask, then I'm absolutely happy to tell, you know, about what we do. But at the same time, our focus, and I'm very lucky that they gave me the opportunity to do it, is to say, just give them a venue. Literally, just give them a place to sit and learn about some technology. And if they want to ask about how we work with it, then great. And if not, you've grown a community and, and everybody wins from that. You know, you, you are very good at that as well, I find, because... You know, we know you work at Nutanix. You you really do a great job at nurturing the community there, you know, both online and, and in person at other events. But again, you do it without necessarily being a continuous bullhorn of, of a message. Like how how do you find folks are in receiving, you know, vendor representation, but yet with a community focus? Yeah, I think it goes back to um, in the end we're all technologists, if you will. We all have uh, we all like to geek out on technology, and we really like and that 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 really allows us to explore different um, technologies, uh, discussions, etc. So I I really think it comes back to sort of uh, just geeking out on on the tech and chatting about it and chatting about where we think tech is going. Um, you know, because it, it's really anyone's guess where 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 technology uh, will be heading. Um, but yeah, I, I I really I really feel like it just sort of comes down to that comfort zone of being a technologist and and just talking about tech first, if you will. And then the second piece that I I was thinking of this as well is the challenge of engaging with a community that is filled with a lot of introverted people and there's that's great you know because they're literally coming to a room where they don't know anybody and they're here to consume information and what's really fun is watching that engagement level rise and asking questions and listening listening to you know use cases and 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 pain points like you said it's like that's a real thing and i saw a great post the other day someone uh had up uh, it was actually a devops days toronto is jj Ascar, i think is his, his name and i uh, he's from Chef, and he's a very, very cool speaker. And it has this big, you know, the fist up and says, uh, you know, introverts unite separately from your homes. You know, like it, it, <laughs> it's, it's tough when you've got a room full of people and we want them to speak, not because we are like forcing people to be uncomfortable, but it's going to be a great opportunity for them to grow in their career and, and in their team and, and personally, right? Like that's, that's another big focus of what we want to do. We want to help people get better at what they do. Yeah, yeah. How have you and, seen it work? Yeah, and I think, you know, it, I think what I, I what I tend to do is I tend to ask a lot of questions of folks that I, I just meet. And I think that starts to open up, you know, it starts to, I get a little bit of insight into folks. And that's, and then as we're chatting around maybe a table with a few other people, other folks may, might jump in and then we'll just start 
sort of exploring uh, another angle on something. So yeah, you're right. It, it's really about getting introverts to sort of open up. Because typically uh, in, in uh, geek culture, if you will, uh, many of us are introverts. But it's really, really important to get out, chat with people that are that may be going through the same thing that you're going through or are at an air, at a spot where you want to be at some point. Um, you know, it's it's really really important to to, to open up and and easiest way to do that is start pro ask probing questions. Just just you know fire off five six seven questions. Just start to discover what what others have to say. Um, and and I and I think over time once people get into a rhythm, I think you'll find that they start to open up. And then the next time you see them. Uh, you know, you'll, you you might get a pat on the back. Hey, buddy, how are you, etc. I know, um, uh, you know, I, I've gone to a few different conferences, and I do meet people from the Toronto area at these conferences, and they'll come up to me now and pat, you know, tap me on the shoulder and say, Hey, how are you? Where nice. in the past that may never have happened, right? Yeah. And then we, you know, and then we start discussing and chatting, and then and, and start seeing how things are going, and and yeah, so that's that's really really important. And I'm going to give the I'm going to I'm going to break down another fourth wall on this one. It's called the introverted introvert tips and tricks to reintroducing yourself to somebody that you may or may not know or can't remember the name. This is the classic. So this is Angelo taught me this trick. When you go up to a conference and someone's wearing a name badge and you don't want to just stare down at the name badge, but you you maybe want to find out where they work or or want to reintroduce yourself to them or catch their full name or something. Take a look at your own badge, like literally pick it up and say, hey, this, I don't have my Twitter handle on mine. Do you have it on yours? And it gives you an opportunity for them. They literally will lift up the badge in your face, show it to you. And you can say, oh, OK, you're, you know, Joanne that works at IBM. Great. Right. So by the way, Joanne, you know, how have things been the last little while? And like or, you know, whatever it is, it's it's that sort of opportunity to introduce yourself without doing the what can be uncomfortable like oh hey nice to meet you and then someone says oh but we've met uh before <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's always uncomfortable i mean but you know that's that's just the human nature and the way things are but yeah i, I you know I, I have to agree eric that that's that can be uncomfortable at times the, and it's just how you navigate through that you know that's right and the the reality is we're we're there to consume information and we do it via people and and that's it. while it's tough for people to you know meet new people sometimes and get comfortable with introductions it's just technology is a great conversation starter right that's that's not the whole fun of it we're there you know we nerd out on the technology but then we really dig in and build relationships around pain and use cases like we yeah. say like oh yeah i've I had the same weird thing and you get all excited and you're like, wow, how'd you right. solve that? And then it becomes a really, really cool, you know, relationship builder. And, and we've, we've built genuine friends out of this, this ecosystem. Right. Right. Yeah. And even look at, you know, uh, virtual design master, the, uh, you know, the online uh, reality competition, Eric, I mean, how many, how many new people have we met through that, that, that may have been introverts, that are now uh, hanging out on a, on a Google Hangout, being broadcast uh, to the world, uh, you know, once a week when the competition is is running. Isn't that you know that that's incredible? Yeah, that's that's probably one of the greatest examples, and that's I know what what my hope was in in starting this idea of like 
there are people out there that may not think that they've got an opportunity to share their skills and to, to show off their skills. And it was, it's become everything that I'd hoped it could and, and more. And that's thanks to, you know, you and, and to Melissa and all the folks, because what's funny is that the judges that we have for virtual design master, a lot of them are former participants. They were competitors And you know, we we see them growing in their careers and and learning and, and a lot of them sort of attribute to community and and you know VDM and and other you know meetups and, and all these groups. Like they really and truly are ways to increase your value to yourself and to your employers and your future employers. Because yeah, and it's and it, sorry, 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 yeah, sorry, Eric. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And and it's great to see um, folks, for example, on Twitter, encourage their friends and 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 others they just know maybe on Twitter to participate in Virtual Design Master, um, you know, as a participant or a judge, etc. And get in there and and you know start start exploring the community. Yeah, it's and I'm gonna I'll quote you know Irfan. Uh, so Irfan Ahmed, he's uh, he's Virtual Irfan uh, online. He's uh, the CTO at Cloud Physics. And uh, Irfan's a good friend, and we chat all the time. And it's funny because we're actually at companies that technically are competitive in a little way, you know. So what's neat is that that doesn't matter, right? It doesn't change our friendship. I I know lots of friends that are in competitive companies, and we all get together, we have dinner, and and you know, no one cares. And and his quote was, uh, you know, friends or sorry, lives are long and jobs are short, and that's the reality that. Community friendships, relationships will outlive our jobs, and that's it's not negative on our jobs. It's just the fact that the reality is that we aren't going to start at one job at 21 and work until we retire. You're going to change jobs a lot, and it's going to be done through community, most likely, right? Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I'm really proud of with um, a virtual design master and and you know part of part of me is bringing it up because the the season four competition will be starting uh, in in July uh, June July time frame this year but what I'm proud of is all the, the the friendships that that people have made like folks that never would never have connected with each other are now like you know meeting each other at um, conferences um, etc and you know wanting us VDM swag uh, to share with each other, um, so that that's really one of the uh, the exciting things to see as an outcome from VDM is just the relationships that were that are developed and and continue today. And I think that I remember Stephen Foskett said something about someone asked him about you know why do you spend so much time on Twitter you know, wouldn't you be better to spend that time with real friends? And I think his response was, well, my Twitter friends are my real friends. When we, <laughs> when you go to a town, you literally just tweet out, uh, I'm in Toronto, I'm, I'm in Calgary, I'm in San Jose, wherever, you know, and next thing you know, someone says, oh, hey, you're in my hometown, you know, got any plans for dinner or whatever. There's You get recommendations on where to eat, right. on where to stay. You, you get right. friends that want to meet up. It's we are a continuous 24/7 online group of friends that are worldwide and and there's no reason why we need to just put boundaries like there's it's it's, it's amazing how uh, how many open friendships there are as a result of community work that we've we've all done yeah that w- that we've nurtured and and, and 
uh, helped folks. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Really awesome. Great, great to see folks really jump in and help each other on Twitter in particular. I think that's where our audience is 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 mainly, or or you know, the social media channel that we use mainly. But yeah, it's it's really great to see. You know, somebody has a question, they post on Twitter, and then you'll have three or four people jump in and and offer um, a solution in 140 characters or less. <laughs> yeah, it and. So here's the we got to come to a close, but I want to bring up some some key tips, right? If you're if you're a community organizer, if you're a VMUG leader, if you're a meetup organizer, whatever, re- reach into the community. You if you're you've got a lot of folks that are ready, that are keen to be able to present, and they may not be re- they may not know they're ready yet. You know, try and nurture that. If you're a vendor and you've got a, a paid speaking opportunity at somewhere then, hey, reach into the community leaders and say, is there anyone in the community that may want to like co-present with us? And it's a great opportunity to bring bring the community further into, you know, and it listens, right? You, you listen to them and the stuff they talk about, and that's going to be helpful. If you're, right. if you want to get into community, then there's there's no shortage of places to go. Go to a local VMUG. Go to you go to meetups.com and and there's lots of whatever technology you've got. There's a there's a meeting somewhere about it, right. and, and and that's great. I mean, Angela, what what do you think are if you had to say like top couple of tips on on getting community involvement and nurturing community? What would you tell people, especially as to vendors who are looking for opportunities to raise their awareness? Yeah, I would. Um, I would as as a as a community leader. I would I would encourage you again, uh, not to be shy and to get reach out and to get to know your local community and start building relationships with them. Um, that's that's one thing. Uh, another another thing, you know, offer to help. I know some folks are uh, a little that, that may uh, they they may say yeah I, I'd like to present in the, my my local uh, user group meeting. But I don't know where to get started. I would say, as as a community leader, offer to help uh, that person build their slide deck, um, build their demo, um, you know, just to give them that extra level of comfort on how to on preparing for a community presentation. That's always always helpful. And and you know, even if it's a, a doing a dry run with your community leader over Google Hangouts or something, that that could be helpful too as you prepare for. Um, the day of of the meeting, but but again, don't overthink it, don't overengineer it. Um, you know, this this will definitely help you uh, going forward with your current employer, future employer, etc. And then for for sponsors of of events, you know, talk from a, a customer's point of view, talk from their pain points, what they're trying to deal with, and and find ways on how to solve their issues and their challenges. Uh, Day to day, so that that's what I would I would I would suggest. And if I could, Eric, just one last thing. I know, um, uh, you know, Nutanix is holding our .dot next uh, conference uh, in Las Vegas, June uh, twenty to twenty second. And what I what I wanted the reason I bring it up because I know you're doing a uh, we have an unconference uh, track, and that's our community track. And I know you're doing um, you stepped up and and are doing a presentation in uh, the unconference session. Do you want to maybe just uh, let folks know what that's about real quick. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of my favorite ones that I've been building on for a while, which is the idea of bridging the gap between today's technology and 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 kind of next generation IT, whatever it is. You know what we. And the whole idea is that literally to do that same thing of like listening to use cases from community folks, figuring out how they can apply that to whether it's containers or whether it's Kubernetes or Mesos or, or whatever, whatever the technology is, AWS, whether it's just running VPS servers on DigitalOcean, whatever your solution is, right? The idea is, is to help people to learn how to learn and to help people to learn how to find resources to learn how to learn. And that's that's a big thing. It's a it's part of this whole community push of, you know, every every vendor technology has a has a community of some kind. And if not, they'd love for anyone to kind of grassroots start one up. And and that's that's the goal of that session is to be able to go and say, all right, I'm I'm not sure what's next. Help. Right. And and to help coach people through that the transition, you know, not that it's go the old stuff's going away. Believe me, it's there's a long tail of technology, but the the idea is that you know, as a community, we are all going to grow together, and whatever the the phrase is, something like a a, a rising tide lifts a, a rising tide lifts all boats. Hmm. Together, yeah. we are gonna gonna all go t- go and and become better as a group than we would individually by by going down the road. And as bloggers and, and community advocates, we, we do that. I try and do it as much as I can. You know, I write a, I write content for no other reason than because I've, I got stuck on something. I fixed an issue and I wrote about it because right. somebody else probably had the same issue. Yeah. That, that's kind of the goal of, of, of that presentation anyways. Yeah. And that's, and that's great. And, and I'm looking forward to it. And I know a, a bunch of other folks have uh, expressed interest in it already. So that's uh, something that we're looking forward to at uh, .next this year. And so this is going to be good. You know, again, this is, it's an, an open call to everyone because everybody has a voice, everybody has an opportunity. And we don't want to ever say that there's not enough being done because that's not the case. It's that we can always do more. There's a big difference right. in how you talk about that, that as if some organization is is purposefully not doing enough. It's that we can do more. And it's our job as a community as well to help to give a voice to that. And, you know, said so, so if you're, you know, vendor X, whoever you are, you know, reach out and, and find some folks. And, and, you know, we're glad, you know, you can always reach. I'm literally I would I'll coach any anybody on on how to build presentations, how to do stuff. You know, we, there's lots of folks that are running mentoring program. Cody Bunch does the V Sensei. There's tons of people. I've done mentoring groups. Mm-hmm. There's there's lots of folks that are out here to to share this journey together and and we're all going to get there to to whatever's next because, you know, and what's there's nothing more exciting than watching somebody present and then next thing you know, somebody's going up to them and saying Hey, I got a question for you. Like you did great. I want to I want to kind of do what you did here and I want to do it. And to have been a part of a community that gave them that opportunity to not only raise themselves but then to reach further into the community and right. bring another person up with them. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the greatest uh, that's a success story on on uh, you know, community. That that's fantastic. So with that, uh, we're gonna wind down. I want to thank you, Angelo. Again, where do we? Uh, where's the best place to track you down online? 
Yeah, thanks, Eric. Um, folks can follow me on Twitter, Angelo Luciani, or check out my blog at virtuize.com. Check check out the Nutanix online community, next.nutanix.com. And if I could real quickly uh, throw out, uh, Nutanix has user groups as well, so something I encourage you to, to check out on the, um, the online community at next.nutanix.com. Nice. And of course, uh, we did mention Virtual Design Master, so I'll, I'll shamelessly right. plug that as well. If you go to virtualdesignmaster.io, uh, you'll see information about Season 4, and you can go back and see some of the previous content as well. We've got some really cool stuff coming up. And I've got a fun little side project that I started that I'm hopefully going to pick up that's wrapped around this, and it's called the Community Manifesto. And it's the idea of you know, how do we how do we give guidance? And so literally there's a very bare bones site at communitymanifesto.io. And I want to keep building on that because it talks about the core concept we've talked about today. And if you want to contribute to that, or if you have ideas about content you'd like to see there, then definitely reach out to me. Uh, you can always find me. I'm at DiscoPosti on Twitter. Uh, I'm DiscoPosti in the Green Circle community. Uh, and of course, if you want to find more of this exciting content, uh, you can go to gcondemand.io, which is where we have all of our show notes and, and everything. And hopefully I, we get an opportunity to introduce ourselves to you in the community and, you know, come on out to a VMUG, come on out to a meetup and come on out to, you know, whatever user group it is. And, and we hope to, to say hi. So don't be afraid to come on up and, and give us a tap on the shoulder and, uh, yeah. and, and make yourself known. Don't be shy. There you go. Excellent. With that, thank you very much, Angelo, and uh, I hope everybody has a great day. Thanks, Eric. If you like what you heard here and want to hear much more, don't forget to subscribe to the GC On Demand podcast. You can go to gcondemand.io where you'll find the links in order to catch us in iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, and more. So go to gcondemand.io. Don't forget to rate us in your podcaster of choice and look for much, much more. Have a show idea? Tweet us at GC On Demand. Thanks for listening. <laughs>